Hello, welcome to your writing prompt for my conversation with Caro Giles. Um, So obviously, this one is going to be moon related, given the title of her book, 12 Moons. So I often write with the moon. Um, I've been doing it for years and years and years, and I've created loads of materials helping others to do the same. Um, I remember about seven seven years ago it was quite a long time ago it might even be more than seven years ago back when challenges were the in thing on Instagram um, I ran a follow the moon challenge um, followed by a create by the moon challenge which I did two of a couple of years later and the latter piece of work I'm actually in the process of turning into a workbook Um, It'll be out in the summer. It'll be free to Substack subscribers uh, on the paid level and it will be available to everybody else. Um, Yeah, so I used to create these challenges and I absolutely loved doing it. And it really started to, I think after I'd done one or two, it just started to become just sort of what I did. Um, And an understanding of the moon phases just became innate it felt innate obviously it wasn't because I'd learned it Um, but I can absolutely attest to the fact that paying attention to the moon phases especially when not just for your life but especially I think when it comes to creativity for myself I know this it can be such an enriching experience and it can give you ideas when you feel like you have none because all you need to do is look up um Yeah, so I really wanted to take this opportunity to create uh, a prompt based on the moon. Um, So to get us started, I I don't want to assume any knowledge. It might be that you're similar to me and you've been working with the moon for years, but it might be that you're completely new to this. So I wanted to start off by thinking about how we can use the energy of each moon phase to influence our writing and then extend this to consider the names of each full moon, um, which is what Caro does in 12 Moons. Each chapter is named after the particular moon name given to it by um, the ancestors. Yeah, so I wanted to think about how these can form ongoing prompts for our words. A while ago, I posted over on the blog, and I've done it a couple of times on Instagram, um, a post about turning each phase of the moon into a character. Um, The link's in the show notes to the blog if you want to have a look at it. It's got a full uh, description there. Um, And it's such a good exercise just to familiarise yourself with the energy of each phase if you're newer to it all, um, or if you just want another perspective. So um, I thought I'd just kind of run through each phase of the moon and kind of talk about the kind of general energy of it or the agen- energy that's attached to it. It might be that your experience of the moon when you start to pay attention is completely different and that's fine. These are the kind of, um, yeah, the energies that tend to be attached to each moon phase that we can use then with that intention, if that makes sense. So broadly speaking, there are, depending on who you speak to, nine moon phases um, and there are about 13 moons per year and they're generally every 28 days. A full moon falls generally every 28 days. It'll vary, you know, uh, a day or two either side Um, and it's very much, um, if you're a person with a menstrual cycle, it's very much 
similar to that the cycle wise it's very similar to that in that it can be like bang on the dot when you expect it or it could be like a day or two late or early depending um so the new moon is generally a time for intention setting so it's a new moon a new phase so it's a time to look ahead and say right what do i want to start creating what do i want to look ahead and have created in the next month or year or whatever You can start with the new moon and then look ahead to the full moon because as we'll see, the new moon is about kind of manifestation and bringing things out. Um, But the new moon is very much about that, the beginning of that process. Um, And then obviously you decide how long whatever project is going to take you. Then after that, you've got what's called the waxing crescent. Waxing just means getting bigger. Um, Crescent is that kind of, you know, like the archetype of like the Cheshire cat grin. Um, It's that sort of slither in the sky where it's starting to grow. That's all about planning. So you've you've set your intentions and then you're planning for what's ahead. You've then got the waxing half, which is also called the first quarter. This one's about balance. It's about making decisions, about being decisive, about what you're what you're doing, what what you're doing going ahead, what you're doing with those plans, should I say. Um, Then you've got the waxing gibbous. Now the gibbous moon is, it falls um, either side of the full moon. It's just before it, it's kind of in between the waxing half or the waning half and the full moon. Um, And yeah, so the waxing gibbous just before the full moon is about problem solving. So you've made the decisions. Now you're looking at, right, what what problems are arising? What do I need to look at? What do I need to sort out? What do I need to get into order? Um, You've then got the full moon. So the full moon is manifestation. Think of it as, well, there are a couple of ways. You can think of it as like a really big ball of light in the sky that sheds light on absolutely everything. Nothing can hide from the light of the full moon. So it's about bringing things out into the open. So if you've had a project, some a lot of people will plan um, projects to come to fruition at the full moon because it's really good for that. And it's also worth, just as a side note, looking into um, seed planting as in gardening um, because that's one of the principles of like biodynamics is um, planting in the uh, in in sync with the moon. Anyway, I digress. So the full moon is yeah manifestation, clarity, understanding. Think of it as like the big pregnant belly um, just before you give birth, and yeah, everything's round and full, and yeah. So then you've got the waning gibbous. So similar to the waxing gibbous, it's it. This one falls because waning means basically getting smaller. So waning gibbous is it's the other side of the full moon. It's when the the moon is now starting to get a little bit smaller. This one's about self evaluations, evaluations, evaluation, patience, and letting go. So you've brought out into the open anything that needs to be brought out, and you're starting to become a little bit more reflective. Which is what, as the moon starts to get darker, that's the the real energy that's kind of being brought in with it. You've then got the waning half again. So this is the the third quarter. So it's it's just before, um, it's when it's half again, but it's like the other side of the moon from the waxing half. That's about cleansing. It's about transformation. Again, it can be about balance because it's half. But yeah, it's about kind of clearing out, if you like, um, clearing out the clutter. So thinking about like if you're writing something, proofreading looking at okay what what doesn't need to be there what needs to be tweaked or changed or whatever 
Then you've got the waning crescent, um, also called the balsamic moon. This one's about reflection. It's about introspection. So in the same way that the full moon is shedding light on everything, the, the as the moon gets darker, especially towards the dark moon, it's really drawing you into yourself. So if you're an introvert, you'll love it <laughs> because it is really about um just starting to come really quiet and just starting to listen using that darkness as a way of kind of seeing seeing in the dark you know um feeling and sensing so we're not looking with our eyes we're looking with every other sense um and then you've got the dark moon which is uh quiet and silent it's literally that bit just before the new moon you can see the outline of the new moon it's when the the moon is completely dark so some people don't necessarily count this as a moon phase i do because i like the dark moon i quite like it um but yeah it's that quiet silent phase really good for meditation and just finding stillness especially if you've had a really busy chaotic time so once we're familiar with the energy of each moon phase, we can then start to see how these could be articulated in the settings and the characters that we're creating. So, for example, a setting that might reflect, for example, the waning half moon could be something like a cascading stream in the early hours of the morning, because this is a time that's about cleansing. Remember, um, it's about transformation and water is really a really good embodiment of those concepts. So you might then want to think about, okay, th if this is the setting, how might that setting feel? What does the natural world feel like or sound like at that time of day? Conversely, if the full moon were a character, for example, they might be a creator or an agitator or an activist or someone who works to shed light on a subject. They might be a complete extrovert, which would be very different, for example, to a character who is uh, and the embodiment of the dark moon who might be like a wise elder or a witch or you know someone who is working with those um those I don't want to say like darker energies because that has connotations of it being like evil and bad and stuff but I'm just talking about the energies that are much the subtle energies I should say I guess like much harder to detect so yeah we can we can really use it to influence our characters and to be honest you don't have to tell anyone that you're basing characters or settings on this phase of the moon you can just do it um you know you're if you're just thinking about like oh I want to you know bring someone into this and I think it would be really good if just turn to the moon and go ah okay there's this kind of a character maybe I'll put them in so once you've done that we start to kind of scope out a little bit so then you might want to start looking at different names given to the full, full moon by different cultures and traditions throughout the world there are so many and you can there's so much writing on this so I would really really suggest um, that you uh, do some research and have a little look around at the different names given to the different moons so there's the wolf moon the cold moon the harvest moon and so many more um, and actually I will put um, some moon related books into the show notes that the books that I really like that are really kind of informative about that sort of thing but do use your imagination and envision settings and events that might happen under each moon, each taking on the energy and meaning given to it by the ancestors. So just in the same way that you do with the different moon phases, really think about like 
what's the energy of this wolf moon, for example? What are the events or characters or settings that might coincide with that, that might work really well with, with that the energy of that moon or the meaning behind that moon? As I say, uh, pop over to the blog and look at the post that I did on the characters and the moons if you need a few more ideas. Get researching and just see how you get on. Um, as I said, I absolutely love working with the moon in my own life um, and using its phase, phases as a creative prompt. Um, it's such a wonderful way to enrich your own practice, especially if you are ever feeling a little bit lacking in inspiration, which let's face it, we all have it. <laughs> we all have it from time to time. Um, just keep looking up, my friends. So as always, you can find me over on promptedbynature.co.uk where you can find links to my Substack newsletter and get information on my forthcoming day retreats and nature writing courses down here in East Sussex. Um, I'm also to be found at prompted.by.nature on Instagram. Please do reach out um, if you ever use any of the prompts that I create. I really, really love hearing from you. And if you are on the Substack newsletter, if you have the app, um, there's a message board so I post on that every week with a different creative prompt this week's will be based on the moon um, because I just can't get enough Um, so please do respond there if you are on there and let me know how you got on with this or you can just drop me a dm or an email or whatever I really really love hearing from you so that's it for this week enjoy this one uh happy writing and I'll speak to you soon bye (music) 